Welcome to A Creative Life with Castella and Samantha Lawrence. I'm Cass. And I'm Sam. And we like to think of ourselves as your creative business besties. This podcast is all about living your best creative life. We're here to guide you through the ups and downs of life as a creative entrepreneur. All whilst following your intuition and listening to your soul whispers. Let's dive in. Hey, Sam. Hey, Cass. How are you? I'm so good today. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good today too, actually. Woke up uh, with a bit of a spring in my step and I'm actually super pumped for this really special interview today as well. Yeah, because we're chatting to a good friend of yours as well. Yes, a very old friend, Zoe from Thread Jam. Hey, Zoe. Hey, how are you guys? Good. We're so good. Excited to have you here. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> it is so, so exciting. And as usual, before jumping into a little intro about you, Zoe, we, we always start with a card. Um, but to change it up a little bit, we've kind of had a message from nature this morning without me even needing to pull a card. So I'm going to share the little story. So uh, I was walking on the beach this morning and I'm actually doing a practice at the moment where I'm really wanting to connect with nature. So I have a friend that's got horses and we go hang with the horses and we just like observe nature and see what comes. And I was doing that on the beach this morning. And as I was walking, I saw this like little bee on the sand and avoided stepping on it so I wouldn't (laughs) get a sting. Um, And I was like, oh, that's cool. I wonder what that is kept walking and then I sat on a rock um and took my phone out and had a message from you Zoe because you had seen a bee this morning I did I saw one on my way to work and it was looking at me on my windscreen with, mm. it was, with its little eyes just staring at me oh my gosh <laughs> yeah it's so like, crazy Sam, tell us what this means Spirit <laughs> animal meaning is around strong work ethic so symbolising hard work and dedication and also the importance of stopping and smelling the flowers once in a while. So while bees and people with the bee spirit animal are busy, 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 it's important not to let life's little pleasures pass you by, which, I mean, I feel like all three of us here <laughs> could definitely uh, relate to this. Um, but, you know, we, for you, Zoe, like to share your story today, like, how does that resonate with you? Oh, so crazy because it it's so accurate what you just said and so relevant for me at the moment actually too because sometimes we do forget to kind of stop and really take in all the little things that, you know, the little moments to celebrate through business. So um, while we work so hard and, you know, sometimes it feels like a, We just kept going and going and the ball keeps rolling. Sometimes we just need to remind ourselves that we need to stop and celebrate all our little milestones along the way. So super relevant and such a special message this morning. So. Oh, so true. It's so good. And it's just so, so true. Um, I did also pull a card um, after this to just see what would come out. And it was the canary spirit, which is all about uh, like, like speaking out and shining your light and speaking your truth. And I felt like this was also perfect for you because, so guys, I I know Zoe, I've like been friends with Zoe since 
we were teenagers and I know what a very humble and self-deprecating person she is. And so today Cass and I are really like, let's go. We want you to show up and tell us how amazing you are, (laughs) which is not, you know, Zoe's like natural way to be. She's like super chill and like cool. It like keeps it all on the down low. So I think Canary Spirit also wanted to come through today to just be like, girl, let's go. We want to hear your story. Thank you, canaries. Come at me. <laughs> I, need, I need all the canaries right now. <laughs> all right, so they're here. So can you give us a little intro, Zoe, about yourself and what you do and what your business Thread Jam is? Hey, I'm Zoe. I am the director and wingwoman at Thread Jam. Thread Jam is a product development and production agency. Um, we work with Um, an array of different businesses, all small, large scale, um, startup businesses and existing brands. And um, we bring all of their ideas to life. And so, because you did this sort of work for a long time before Thread Jam, right, Zoe? Like, can you share a bit about this? Because I felt this whole, like, industry is so, it's still like a mystery to me. (laughs) Can you share what you're doing with this? Definitely. So I um, have been in fashion production for years now, Um, over 10 years. I've been working with global brands. Um, And I suppose when when I say bringing a product to life, basically you've got an idea. You might want to create a T-shirt or a pair of socks or whatever it might be, Um, but just don't know where to start. So that's where we kind of step in. Um, You give us um, you know, a call, we kind of run you through the whole process. So it kind of starts with um, any technical documentation. So we generally need some like in the form of CADs or range boards or technical packs, which um, kind of will have all product details in there. Um, and then we work with an array of different specialist factories um, around the world and we kind of will allocate a factory that's perfect to create your product and from there we um, help you to develop samples we run through any fit sessions or product um, product sampling sessions with you um, and then we kind of like work back and forth with all the nitty-gritties like um, any costing negotiations and lead time negotiations um, fact fabric sourcing, um, material sourcing, if that's what you need, labeling, packaging. So yeah, there's a whole lot of different stuff that goes with it. Oh, I am, I'm so excited about this concept because (laughs) this is such a missing link in the industry. And I feel like you are just the glue now, like bringing that all together because I work with, like as a surface pattern designer, like we work with so many clients that are, you know, either startup or existing, like you said, and they're just, they don't, they know what they want to produce and they know, they know what they want to offer, but they don't know how to get it out there. And I work with so many clients that it takes like six months, a year, 18 months, like with the sampling process, the back and forth, not, not knowing like what to do, where to go. Like, yeah, it's, I'm so excited that you exist. <laughs> Because it's just going to help so so many businesses get off the ground, but also do it in a way where they're not wasting time. Because I feel like that is so many clients that come to me are like, oh, we'd love to launch in six months. 
But the reality of that yeah. is when they start that process and we start designing and going back and forward and finding the right factory and then maybe not being happy with that product and then trying to find another factory and then waiting for samples and blah, blah, blah. It like they so often don't meet that, um, you know, that goal that they really wanted to achieve. So I feel like you're just that massive headache and that unknown because it is like this underground industry that not a lot of people know about. And now you're just, yeah, bringing all that information to the forefront. So go you. Okay, thank <laughs> it's you. So good. It's so good. I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited um, to yeah. share you with everybody. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, we found that definitely along the way because, um, you know, there's so many amazing ideas out there. And a lot of the time people come to us with pain point ideas because it's something, you know, they've had a family or um, they've experienced something in their journey and there's a missing product for that particular thing. So even stuff like that is really amazing to work on and to share our industry knowledge and what we know best and what we love doing is amazing we love it so much oh, amazing so good um and so sam and i talk a lot about um mixing business with spirituality and so along your journey like what are the whispers that you feel like or the nudges that you've received from the universe that have guided you like through that fashion career to what you're doing now like how has that felt and looked for you yeah I suppose in early days for Thread Jam I suppose before it was even a thought um you know I've always had something in me to do something a little bit more and I never knew really what I wanted to do or where I wanted to be. Um, I knew I loved the industry so much. I've always loved fashion. I've loved um, production, production management, all of the things that go with it. Um, and then I suppose through um, COVID and that kind of, all of that stuff, I was made redundant. Um, I also had my baby at the time as well. So it was a, it was a really crazy time. And I think knowing that I wanted to do something a little bit more, I um, kind of really took to that and kind of just started brainstorming of how I could make it work because I felt so uneasy about going back to work at the time as well. I really felt like I was going to be away from babe and, you know, I wanted to make sure I was spending all, this, all that time with her. Um, so I kind of, yeah, just took a little, I took some notes and I was like, I actually called my good friend Sam <laughs> from A Creative Life and I was like, Sam, this is what I got for you. What do you think? And Sam literally said to me, Zoe, I am going to call you at 5 p.m. And if by 5 p.m., you have not signed up for your business name. <laughs> you will be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> this so, is not a lie. <laughs> it's not a lie. It was very passive aggressive. Look, it was strong. It came on strong. It was very strong. <laughs> I love it. But um, I suppose there was like, yeah, so many things that brought me to where I am right now. And it has been a short time, but it's been like an a really 
kind of amazing time. Um, and I, it's just, yeah, I suppose listening to those little things along the way and having the right people to back me along the way have been so amazing in um, giving me that extra confidence and that push that I needed, um, yeah, to kind of be sitting here today. So, yeah. So exciting. I feel like, you know, you shared how you've always had that, like, feeling of wanting more and wanting to create more. And I guess, you know, in the time I've known you, I've really seen that, like, you're such an ideas person and and wanting to do all these extra things. I feel like these are, these are the nudges we talk about. Like, these are those messages yeah. you get from wherever <laughs> that are there for a reason <laughs> for us to follow. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think, um, you know, in it, you're always so, uh, there's so many nerves along the way. Like I, I have an idea and then I usually was like, ah, oh, nah, like, you know, <laughs> too much work or too nervous about it. I'm not going to back it 100% or whatever. But this time around, I think it was so different because there was just so much more on the line for me. And um, I just, I think, yeah, regardless of, you know, the nudges that I did receive in that time, it was as a collective, it was just so much bigger. And I just felt like I needed to listen to that at the time. And yeah. Yeah, yeah I love that. Because I can really relate to that too, Zoe. Like, I've felt had so many business ideas in my, and I've started so many things before I started my graphic design business. Yeah. But I never, I always felt with those businesses that I sort of needed that person there to keep pushing me. I needed someone yeah. to be like, no, like keep going, keep going. But then I knew that as soon as I had, you know, the idea of a freelance business, I was like, I don't need anyone else. I'm motivated enough to do this myself because I just want to do it so badly. And that's how I knew that it was yeah. the right thing for me. And I feel like for you, it sounds like it was like, nope, I, I don't care. I'm going to give this everything. And and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but I've given it everything. Like, just yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. I had nothing to lose at the time, all to gain. So yeah, yeah, especially with, did you have like in the back of your mind, oh, I could always go back to doing what I was doing or like, how did you? A hundred. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I was like, you know, I can always just go back to the nine to five. Like, to be honest, um, you know, when I started, it was more so just like a freelance gig to kind of buy me some time to spend that extra little bit of time with Miller at home, who's my daughter. And yeah, it just kind of rolled on from that. And I think having that stuff in the back of my mind really just gave me that, yeah. that push. Is your partner in the business too? Yes. Yeah. How did that, like, how did that happen at that time? Like, was he in a different job when you had Miller? Yeah, he was in a different job. My um, Daniel, my husband, is a building designer by trade. Um, so he still is able to do a lot of that stuff that he loves as well. But um, it came to a point where we just needed the extra hands on deck. And it's been amazing because um, I suppose now we're both able to be flexible workers and like you know have that time with Miller like he has one day I have one day so it's really great to yeah. be able to be so flexible in that sense amazing and you obviously it must have felt right for him to come on board 
with you at that time because that's sort of like yeah. an intuitive, I guess, um, feeling as well to be like, oh, I feel like it's time for you to come into this adventure as well. Yeah, a hundred percent. And um, yeah, I feel like you definitely feel all the feels before it's about to happen because yeah. it's a lot. Like you know, work home and all the, all the things in between. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, no, it was definitely the right thing and the thing that we needed to do. Um, especially when we were seeing where Threadgem was going, and yeah, it's definitely paid off for us for sure. <laughs> Amazing. Absolutely. So then now, Zoe, now you're in this, like this is what you live and breathe every day. Yeah. And we we know that like this life as a creative entrepreneur is not always like the easiest. It's amazing and fun, but not the easiest. So today, what gets you like up out of the bed, excited to go work on Thread Jam? Yeah, I think there's so many things, but um, first and foremost, I like my why is always the m- main reason. And I suppose it's, um, yeah, like I said, it's that, you know, flexibility to have that time with my family, um, number one. Um, but number two, when I, when it, when everything kind of like, you know, we were starting to get into a rhythm and things were like kind of growing really quickly, I was like, you know what, I really want to share this with others and like, you know, other mums and industry professionals that can do both because I felt like there was this real um, stigma in the workplace that was like, it was either you were a mum or you were a professional. And I was like, why can't you be both? Like my best work sometimes was done at 7pm when like my baby went to to bed at night. So um, I was like, why does it have to be a traditional nine to five? So I think it's also just creating that really amazing, flexible, comfortable, easy workplace for others, which we try to stand by every day at work. And we work with some, like our brands, obviously, our brands are amazing. And we want to do the best by them. We love what we do and um, we always want to share what we know with them. So I think it's just that, yeah, being there for them. Yeah, amazing. And how, how does that balance look, Zoe, like with your little one? Do you, um, like for all the moms out there who are like, how does she actually do it? Because when I was like <laughs> having little ones and building my business, I was like, yeah, but how do people actually do it? Like, like, you do yeah. it. You actually tell me. Like, what yeah, the Anyway, like, do, so did she do daycare or do you guys share her? Or, like, how, how does that look for you? Yeah, the hustle is definitely real with the juggle. Um, you know, early days it was um, a lot of the time it was, like, squeezing in all the work I could in nap times or bedtime or it was a lot of late nights. But, um yeah, soon enough, she she is now in daycare, which is great. Um, three days in daycare, which is awesome. It gives us like some solid time to, you know, put all our energy into Thread Jam and um, the needs and being there for our clients. Um, but yeah, I suppose it doesn't stop you from those late nights. Hey, yeah, every no, now and then you just need to take a, yeah, take but a little hit. That's the flexibility of owning our own business is like yeah. you know, because there isn't that nine to five. It's like, 
okay, well, I might be home with my little one on one day, but that's completely fine because I'll just do some work at night. And then, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's just open slather now. There's no weekdays, weekends, nine to five. It's just like, yeah, when you can, mum, when you can, you know, 100%. And yeah, it's all about that balance. Hey, like trying to create that really good balance between the two and yes I feel like there's no secret it's just make it work (laughs) it is it's make it work and definitely I think something that I'm like really tuning in with is making sure you're happy on both fronts like making sure you're really happy at work and making sure you're happy being at home and mumming like I know for me, like I was really, I was happy like working more in the earlier days. And then now that like my kids are starting like my three and seven, I'm like, oh, I think I actually want to spend more time with them now and a little bit less. And I think it's just like constantly reevaluating, hey, and being like, or am I still happy in this, um, this balance? Is this balance still serving me? So definitely, definitely. And so Zoe, you're style is so cool like we love even the name thread gem like the name thread gem your logo your branding the vibe it totally has a vibe and is this a reflection of you like and and how did it come about and and yeah like maybe talk us through that process because yeah we absolutely love the feeling of it thank you uh it's so good um well i when I started Thread Jam and knowing like my background in like having all these ideas and like kind of like swaying from them all the time, um, I knew that like people coming to us, like it is a daunting process. Like, you know, starting your own thing is so daunting and sometimes even um, coming into production world, like if, if it's really foreign to you, um, it's going to be even more of a yeah like of a overwhelming scary thing to do hey so um I suppose when I created Thread Jam I wanted it to be um something that was the polar opposite to anyone else that um I saw wanted to make it like less corporate and um just kind of really lighthearted and collaborative and fun and you know we still take our work so so seriously and we want to deliver the best product for our our clients across the board but um I don't think it needs to be this intimidating process and we're here at the end of the day to be I suppose like I I call myself a wing woman because we're here as part of your team and we're here to guide you through the whole process. We're sharing our knowledge. So, um, yeah, I suppose our branding is a real reflection of that. And, um, yeah, we want to make sure that people don't feel intimidated when they do come and start this new chapter in their journey. How did you come up with the name Thread Jam? What was your thought process behind it? Um, I don't know. I was... It's a weird one. I get this this all the time. And for the life of me, I am like, I don't know (laughs) (laughs) where it kind of came from. But it, um, I suppose I had like a big list of kind of words that were relevant to industry. Um, And I suppose for me, it was like, oh, it's your jam. Like, 
mm-hmm. we're just making it happen. Like, yes. so it kind of had this like connection somehow. But um, yeah, when I was kind of explaining it to Sam early days or like my husband or whoever it was, I'm like, it's their jam. I'm just making it happen. But yeah, and it's like, I, I feel like you're the thread that's holding yeah. it all together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take that one from you, Cass. So next oh, time someone else, yeah, I'm like, the I'm the th- <laughs> <laughs> when I thought it, I, was like, I actually didn't know the jam bit. So I'm, gl- I'm like, yeah, I, that totally makes sense. But I was like, of course, you're like the thread that's holding this whole process together. Totally. Exactly. I love how everyone interprets it too, because it's like, I think I had someone the other day come into the office and they were like, Oh, because like if you were doing it by yourself, like the thread would be jamming, right? In the, like the needle in the thread. I was like, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <Sure. right>. Yeah. <laughs> I love oh, that. Yeah, so cool. So Zoe, in like a very short period of time, Thread Jam has just grown exponentially. Like it's actually insane what you have achieved in just over a year. Can you like share a bit about this for anyone listening. So when exactly did you first start? And then in that time, you know, you now have a growing team, you've got an office space, large list of clients. Like, can you talk us through what that looks like on the inside as you've developed and grown this much so quickly? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a crazy roller coaster, hasn't it? And I don't think I ever expected this growth um early days like I said it was just something that was kind of freelance to buy some time so it's been really really amazing and um sometimes overwhelming but it's so I'm so so grateful for like what has come of it um but yeah I think we started in um around March last year so it's only very new year in a little bit. Um, but when we started, I suppose I was kind of pitching myself and my knowledge in the industry to the small guy, most of them existing brands already. And um, yeah, there was reception to it. I just assumed that people had, you know, product developers or production managers in-house and um yeah, it was it was a really good reception, and um, you know what was one client became two, and then two became four, and then all of a sudden, through word of mouth, like there were a whole lot of startups that were wanting to get involved because they'd been looking for someone or had been trialing samples or in development for years and just still weren't getting anywhere. Um, so yeah, it was, it was just a crazy ride. And I suppose, um, yeah, in all of that, we, I became just so busy. And I suppose that's where um, my partner came into the business um, to help out. And then we soon enough, um, it's crazy. It's a crazy world, social media, hey, because I think a lot of our clients do come from socials. And um as soon as one of our bigger brands would start posting about um, Thread Jam helping out, it was just this overwhelming influx of people that would want to jump on board. And um, very quickly, as soon as he kind of came on board and it freed me up a little bit, we had to kind of expand again. Um, We hired our first team member um, who is incredible and 
Um, we have really invested in getting the experience that we need because we want our brands to feel super comfortable across the board and with ever with whichever brand manager they are dealing with um but yeah it's ever growing and it's it's crazy we just um yeah like i said it's just we love sharing our industry knowledge with everyone so yeah and I think that was, I remember at the time you were hiring, which was pretty early on, right? Like you hired last year. So in your first yeah. year, you hired your first staff member. Yeah. Oh, we were looking, um, yeah, in our first year. And then um, that's kind of when Daniel came on board. And then in our um, the year after we hired our first staff member yeah yes yes and you made that decision I remember you tossing it up between do you train someone or do you hire someone that's already got the experience that's yeah. just going to run with it and and that seems to have really paid off for you like to just oh, make 100%. that investment for yeah. your clients definitely I think as a startup I feel like you know we're definitely um really conservative with costs um as anyone would be and um we'll kind of toss yeah, tossing up early days of whether it should have been a trainee, um, you know, someone that had just learned a trade out of uni and needed that little bit of guidance throughout, or if it was going to be someone with just as much or more industry knowledge as what I had. And um, I think for me, when I weighed it up, it was, I think I want to share more like I want to share more and if I can't be doing it all I want that person to be able to really back me and um we can be a great team so it's definitely paid off and yeah there'll be obviously more opportunities to come for all of those other um uh, mentorships or anything else that comes with um training other industry professionals but um, yeah, so far we've got two amazing um, product developers and production managers and um, they have been working across global brands for years and what they can offer to our startups is something that they aren't necessarily going to find anywhere else. So it's really cool. So cool. Amazing. Can you share, Zoe, now this far in how many clients you have? Like what does that look like? And are these like ongoing clients that you have? What does that framework sort of look like for you? Yeah, for sure. We have um, about 15 clients, um, brands that we work with. Um, we have a number of them are ongoing clients. So um, we deal with existing brands that have been in the industry for um for years now um, they have various business models so I work with um, a global brand that are actually based out of LA um, they just love working um, a freelance kind of or like very open-ended um, way of work so it's a nine to five everyone is kind of in different places of the world which is awesome um, we work with national brands that have been in the market for a while also and I suppose those clients are really our ongoings we work with them on, on different ranges throughout the year and um, help develop all of their product categories across board 
And then our special projects are our startups. Our startups can range from um, really small scale to big scale. And yeah, they kind of, um, each project life cycle is completely different. Um, we usually say it's about a six to nine month um, end-to-end service that we provide um, just, you know, with getting fits in and samples and developing them out. Amazing. And I feel like I already know, like, you know, some of the answers to this question, but like you have really like followed your intuition throughout this business journey. And I feel like already you haven't done things in like a super typical way, like especially because your business has grown so quickly and you like you hired someone that already had a lot of experience where a lot of startups do what you said you were considering, which is hiring a trainee. Um, So what other things can you think of in your business that you've done in like not a typical way that's worked out really well for you and you just haven't sort of followed the norm? I feel like social media is like something for you too, that like you don't follow a traditional way. Um, Yeah. That would be the first thing that comes to your mind, but maybe it's like, marketing or something that you just do in your own way and it just works yeah definitely I feel like um part of our branding and um marketing is definitely one of those things um our website is not the traditional website at all um we have icons everywhere and spotify (laughs) playlists and all of that kind of I was like I don't get it totally and a lot of people do say that so many people do and I think it's not um not for anything other than to just spike a conversation that was always my um number one goal I didn't want people to um go to a website and um have those doubts you know from being overwhelmed with package costs or um like seeing the process on there as a whole like I really wanted to have those conversations with people so it like it just felt less daunting to them and so we could make sure that we were guiding them through the whole time yeah it's fun it's like played into that branding of of fun and playful and yeah it's just like another representation of that yeah definitely definitely and um yeah and that also stems into our socials which we've also become a bit more of late a bit more um on it <laughs> than before um but yeah just really quirky really fine um I just yeah I didn't want to be a corporate that's just totally not me as yeah. a person and um yeah I suppose I have been um in family business for a really long time like I grew up with in family businesses and um, it wasn't a foreign thing to me and they were super corporate and they were the nine to five and I think yeah just this complete different um, business model is what I've always dreamed about so yeah why not and I feel like because you do get so much word of mouth business you can afford to be playful in that space like it's not you don't have that um weight of oh I need all my leads to come from this you know that expectation it's like no we can have a bit of fun with this and it's almost like that approach and that freedom and joy and playfulness is going to naturally attract people because you know it's like the (laughs) other way of thinking it's like as soon as you get like oh I have to do it like this and oh my god I mean like that's when you actually don't attract people 
Definitely, definitely. And um, yeah, I think a lot of the business that or the brands that we work with, um, they're so in line with what we do yeah. as well. They, when yeah. they see it, they love it. Yeah. Um, you know, they're putting crazy stuff on care labels, like not your traditional yes. wash tags. Like, yeah, we love it. So Zoe, what advice would you give? We've got so many people listening, but for the emerging creative entrepreneur that has a crazy idea like you, or they've just started, what advice would you give? You know what, for me, I think it is if you have that big idea and you have the why to support that big idea, I think it's just about getting the right people on the bus and really making it happen because if you don't, um, you don't know, we don't know what's around the corner if we um, don't give it the energy that it deserves. So it could be magic. And we, we just don't know unless we try. And um, I suppose that's something we're here to support anyone that is does have that big idea um, like any other creative is. And, yeah, it's about making it happen, right? Yeah, amazing. Yep, totally agree. And what's next for you, Zoe? So clearly your business is, like, growing out of control. So I'm imagining, like, more stuff maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And like, which will obviously give you the capability of taking on more clients as well. Um, what's, yeah, in the pipeline for you guys? We have some incredible things in the pipeline. Um, my friends and my team usually say, does your mind ever stop? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, we have some amazing things. Obviously, our brands are growing and with um you know, socials and word of mouth. We just, you know, keep getting some amazing ideas through the door, which we want to support, um, of course. But we are expanding our end-to-end service, which is really exciting. Um, We felt that, you know, we provide, we work with our um, clients on design right through to delivery of bulk goods, um, but we just wanted to give them something more. So we have a studio coming along soon, a big photo- photographic studio Yay, that we will be providing to all of our brands as well. And um, yeah, and any other any other creative that wants to be using it as well. So we're really excited about creating a really magical space for everyone to, you know, see their product come to life as well. Yeah, awesome. And that's in your hometown? Yeah, that's in Melbourne. Um, We're going to be in Airport West, so right next to the airport for those travelling in. Um, And, yeah, super close to the city as well. So, yeah, it's a really exciting time. Oh, it's so exciting. (laughs) I have seen some sneak peek plans of this and it is Oh, like I want to swear it's that good. Like it's just epic. (laughs) Like it's not like anything I've seen in Melbourne before, put it that way. Yeah. Very exciting. Your partner, building designer, how perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. He's really excited about the project too. He's like, finally something something in my area. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so exciting because I feel like, yeah, not only are you growing and you have your ideas, but like you said, you get to be on the journey of these brands and businesses that have their big ideas and you get to be a part of that as well. So I can imagine that adrenaline and excitement and all of that just so heightened in your business. It's no wonder it's, yeah, going from strength to strength and so exciting for you. 
Thank you so much. Yeah, it's super exciting. There's something truly magical about seeing um, a design come to life in that way and, and then go to market and then make sales. So it's, yeah, it's a truly incredible process and we love being along for the journey. So, so special. Well, before we have to say goodbye, do you want to share, Zoe, where people can find you if they want to like learn more about Threadjam? Yeah, definitely. You can find us on socials. We're at Threadjam with a little underscore. Um, and then we're at our website, www.threadjam.com.au. Let us know your thoughts on it. Yeah. <laughs> we're open to yeah, all feedback. Because they're so in suspense, like, oh, I haven't seen that. Yes. It's pretty different. Yeah. <laughs> But, and mean, for all the fun, all the fun vibes, we're on Spotify as well. A good Friday oh, yes. playlist, actually. Nice. <laughs> so good. Thank you so, so much for being here and sharing this. It's been so cool hearing, hear, like sharing your story with the world. Thank you so much for having me. I am so grateful. Yeah, and thanks, Zoe. We finally got you on to shine your light. <laughs> Thank you. And thanks, Sam, for making her register um, <laughs> um, that business thing at 5 p.m. Yeah. yeah, I'm not passive aggressive. It's just that I know Zoe so well and I knew it would be amazing <laughs> and I knew she needed a push. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm forever grateful for that combo. Honestly, that 5 p.m. call was the best call she's ever made to me. So. <laughs> I actually forgot until you said that just then. I forgot I did that. But there you go. <laughs> I'm glad. So good. Well, we'll all be following you and cheering you on and uh, we'll chat soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, so. Thank you for joining us on A Creative Life. You can follow our creative lives on Instagram at Castella Design, at Revelust Design, and of course the podcast Instagram at A Creative Life Podcast. If you liked today's episode and want to hear more, we would love it if you subscribe and leave a review. And if you want to be featured on the potty with your own question, shoot us an email to hello at a creative life podcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. See you next time. Big love. <laughs>